0: everybody welcome to rock and roll shinsu chu episode number 55 my name is Gabe Estel. i'm here with my co hosts dennis levi leach and jonathan getz how's it going guys double nickels on the dime baby excellent excellent um well you know what we've got a special show tonight uh something we're gonna be trying a little bit different where we are able to spotlight an artist uh we're gonna call this scouting bob dylan so tonight's episode uh you know episode number 55 that might be how many roads a man has to walk down <laughs> all right maybe we've we've quantified that answer for bob all right so anyway uh so we're looking forward to it and all this was really prompted by um uh, the the rumors uh probably soon to be substantiated um, of the the festival, which doesn't, to my knowledge, have a name yet, that's going on, that's supposed to go on out in California in Indio, same grounds where they hold Coachella and Stagecoach uh, in October, and you know the 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 list is kind of a. Uh, Sort of a, a classic rock fan's wet dream, I think. Yeah, if I was
1: 16 years old, I would be like driving across country to go.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> it and when you announced. were 16, all these people were already old. Now yeah, they're correct. even older. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And so yes, we have dubbed it "Old Cella." Tm.
0: <laughs> nice work. Um, so yeah, just to give everybody some of the the bands that are mentioned in all of the uh, the press about the well, the rumors about the event. Rolling Stones, The Who, uh Roger Waters, Neil Young, um Macca, Paul McCartney, and tonight's scouting report, um tonight's tonight's spotlight Bob Dylan. So, um we're going to go ahead and we're going to get started with just kind of a general overview of um you know what many people concede, consider to be uh you know the most important songwriter in uh rock his- history so uh we're going to talk about just give an overview first and then we're going to do a little bit have some fun with uh picking our desert albums for dylan around robin style and then also we're going to um throw out what would be a dream bob dylan set list okay
2: for at uh, or i'm sorry at old Coachella. at old Coachella,
0: <laughs> yes so what if we were in charge of writing a set list at this uh, geriatric rock festival that's happening in uh, in October, this is what we'd write. So anyway, so we've got three, three, uh, three agenda items all related to Bob Dylan. Okay. So um, why don't we go ahead then and get started with just a little bit of general overview about old Robert Allen Zimmerman. Um, so all of us have seen him live, right? Let's start there. Mm-hmm. Yes, we all have. Yeah, okay. I saw
1: Phil, Phil Lesh open for him when I saw him. It was in Champagne.
0: That's the, that's the only time you've seen him though, right? Yep. Okay, I've seen him. I'd say probably four or five times. A um, couple times though at festivals. I think he played. Uh, he played at Bonnaroo. The first time I ever saw him actually was the best, and maybe the atmosphere had something to do with it. It was in two thousand one at the Illinois State Fair. Right. That was there. But, yeah. Which I thought was an awesome show because he had a really smoking band with him uh, at that time. He had uh, 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 Larry and Charlie um, on guitars, uh, their last names. Uh, it's not Larry Carlton, right? It's uh, you know, what I'm talking about mm-hmm. the the guys he had on guitar. Anyway, he had a really tight band that night, including the guy on stand up bass. And uh, I thought the band sounded great. The atmosphere was fun. It was a summer night. It was the state fair. Um, and all of the songs, even though you know his songs have really changed a lot in how he performs them, he performs them much differently than they sound if you hear those songs on the radio. And he's been doing that for about 35 years or so, ever since like the late 70s, early yeah. 80s. Yeah, he's, he's been doing that. So that's not something new. So if someone doesn't know that and they go see Bob Dylan, they're probably not going to recognize a lot of these songs until he I don't gets know, the the chorus. Chorus. till he gets to the chorus, basically. So this isn't something new for him to switch up these uh, these arrangements for popular songs. Um, so yeah, so we've all seen him live. Um, the other times that I saw him live, those three or four other times I, I saw him, it, it didn't quite have the same uh, energy and at least effect on me. Than that first time that I saw him, uh, even the most recent time I saw him, I left early, so so if that tells you anything.
2: I saw him uh, also in O two or O three in Ames, Iowa. He played the Hilton Coliseum. And he did uh, he did a couple Warren Zevon songs that night, which was nice, uh, nice to hear, including Mutineer, one of my favorite Warren Zevon songs.
0: Right, he'll pay homage. Oh yeah, nice. yeah, definitely. And his set list, um. And they don't. He performs the songs differently. Um, you know the arrangements have changed, um, but his set list is sort of a mixture of um, staples, if you will, and then you know whatever you know some some of his more recent material as well. Um, I want to talk a little bit about just you know in, in the the trilogy. His first of all, he's got a ton of records, right? He's got over forty albums. Um, I think that the period of the Christian albums is one of his more underrated periods. Um, you know, for those of you who don't know, and I'm sure most people do, he converted to Christianity in the late '70s. So he put out three records that were heavily influenced by that conversion, right? Slow Train Coming, um, Saved, and then Shot of Love, '79, '80, '81. I think is how those those shook out, and um, you know they're gospel records essentially, and um, I I listened to them over the last week, and they they were better than I expected. I mean I'd I'd heard them a couple times before and I heard a few of the tunes from Slow Train Coming I think live, um, but they were better than I expected them to be. I mean I felt I felt like they were. Even though Dylan is always kind of a guy that seems to be messing with everyone's head a little bit, I felt like they were really earnest efforts, and they reflected who he was at the time. So I, I th- don't. Know, I thought sl-
2: "Slow Slow Train Coming" it was solid. Yeah, uh, musically uh, and lyrically, it was it was not quite as overt as "Saved" and "Shot of Love," which yeah, it's it's a weird thing when people sing about Jesus for some reason. At some point, it turns like, all of these songwriters into, like, this lowest common denominator of, like, awful songwriters, it can. It can do that. Um I'm not saying it did that to Dylan on every song, but on some songs, it's like, wow, Dylan, I could have written this song. Um
1: well, I, I agree. I think it's some of his weaker work. Um Some people say that he, that lent the way towards there being, like, a mainstream Christian music scene, though, like, in the 80s. So, I mean, I guess if he kind of helped start that, that's kind of neat, but I don't think it's some. I I, I compiled a, a list of records that I thought you could possibly do without in the Dylan catalog, and those are on it.
0: Yeah, you know, I I, I don't think they're his best work, but I think they're better than better than most people claim. Um,
2: I would listen to know, "Slow Train Coming" before I listen to a lot of his stuff after that he released after 1990
0: yeah well also with these with those three records i think like i said i think it was 79 to 81 or 82 those came out Mm -hmm. um you're not getting too far into the 80s yet you know what i mean you ever you ever listen to those records that are like from like 80 to like 83 and they still sound like they could have come out in the 70s Right. You know, Just yeah. because the 80s product like we hadn't reached like Phil Collins levels of production mm-hmm. yet. Right. Mm-hmm. Not I think those benefit from that. You know, they probably would have been re- even worse if they were released maybe like two, three years later. Right. And, um, and Empire Burlesque
2: is a right, say, yeah. classic example yeah. with like Empire Burlesque had songs on it, well crafted songs and and musicians, to say the least. Uh, but the production was just shite and turned it into a, 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 just an awful output.
0: Yeah. So, you know, the production still, um, it's got kind of still a little bit of a, because maybe their gospel influence, it's got kind of a Rootsy production value to all of them, you know, um, particularly Slow Train Coming. You know, Slow Train Coming musically doesn't veer that far from right. Street Legal, yeah. which I think was his yeah. previous one, which I like a lot. I think yeah. Street was really good. Um, you know the themes are obviously much different. Um,
2: and unfortunately, on both of them, he uses a little bit too much backing vocals for my taste.
0: Yeah, they
2: yeah. get a little redundant.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's rare for someone to declare their religion so overtly. You know, most artists kind of shy. A lot of pop artists shy away from that. Um, you know, and I think these these works in the Dylan canon, they kind of reflective period that's kind of often maligned. You know, because I think so much of his previous work, you know, the work that most people think of him like with when you say Bob Dylan, most people think of like him singing during the Civil Rights Movement, you know, playing an acoustic guitar. Oh, he's got, I, I think at least right. That's what most people yeah. think of. That's and during we, that, I, yeah,
1: yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, I, in the '60s, he was untouchable.
0: Yeah, during that time, and you know, he was a trailblazer. Um, during that time, you know, so much of his work was kind of like taking aim. And being critical of all of those social institutions, you know, mm-hmm. like you know, it was it was. I don't want to go as far as say it's protest music, but in some ways it was, you know. So then you switch to the late seventies, early eighties, and you know he's telling everybody they need to believe in God. So I think maybe that um, that shift yeah. or that different perspective, people protest music, were, people is people a... were bothered by that. I think, yeah, you know, yeah, they mean, were caught it's... off guard, yeah. yeah
1: what I think people need to take into context is that protest protest music is a young man's game. Right. You know, I mean, it's hard to stay relevant in that that field of music for a very long time.
0: Yeah. And I've always respected, I think Levi's right there. Um, You know, there's just the energy around protest seems to be.
2: And, you know, he had a lot of definitely had a lot of energy on those early albums and I, I don't think it was, well, and I, it, I'm saying this in context of, you know, being reverential to him, and so I'm being nitpicky, but in those first four albums, you know, up to another side of Bob Dylan, I, great songs, but sometimes that harmonica, man, just like pierces your skull. And it you, is. You it is. It down. Yeah, I agree. The mixing of those records. Oh my be... God. Yeah. Play off the harmonica, man.
0: Yeah. I, I, I hear you. Um. It 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 is. It, it is was because,
1: like he was learning the instrument on record.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, you know, and uh, just I think we got to say this before we go any further. He's a weird dude. You know what I mean? He's just kind mm-hmm. of a weird. And I I mean that in the best possible way. Oh yeah. Um. But you you ever watch interviews with him? You know, he's, he's
1: oh yeah. All he's all his interviews he's, from back in the '60s. He's surly.
0: Yeah, he's surly, he's grumpy, but he, and I even watched some of the interviews from like the 1980s. Even then, you know, twenty twenty in some case, you know, twenty years into his career, you know, he's an icon. Um, he's still really nervous during interviews, too. You know, I mean, he's he's definitely an on, introvert
2: on the defense.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's defensive. Um, I think that, and who knows? You know, maybe I would be the same way. If all of a sudden everybody's like, "Here is the voice of a generation," Gabe Estes. Well, yeah, he's you know peps. what I mean. <laughs> like he's, he's probably peps. he was the choice of a generation, man. Yeah, I'm sure one of I'm sure his reaction was probably like, "Oh, fuck this," you know. Yeah. Like I don't blame him. <laughs> yeah, <sure laughs> so anyway, um, guys, let's go on and go to head to the second portion of of the night where we're going to. Um, Look at uh, his what we would consider the desert uh, desert island picks for Dylan, okay? And we're gonna do it round robin like stuff,
2: a, like a fantasy baseball draft,
0: like a fantasy. But yeah. so when uh, one hour we're off... doing
2: there, we're mixing this shit.
0: Yes. So when Le- if Levi picks a record, I can't pick it, okay? So uh, if Levi picks a Dylan record, that one's off the board. All right. So. Let's go ahead and start. We didn't determine our order, though.
2: I, I think <laughs> Levi should go first because he seems kind of most jaded by a lot of Dylan's <laughs> output. Yeah, so right. I don't want to leave him on a desert island with um, with something that will make him want to drown himself.
0: <laughs> Levi's Levi's going to be left with Empires, the burlesque, uh, I'm
2: like, uh,
1: uh, Yeah, it's. I respect Bob Dylan. I sure. uh, like I said in the '60s. I think he's untouchable. Um, the entire a lot
0: of a lot of our favorite songs. Yeah, other other people wrote. You can trace back to the fact that they heard him. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: Yeah. Well, and you know, I think I almost like it when other people do Bob Dylan songs. Over, you know what I mean? I don't know. I,
2: yeah, I love him. you're in luck because there's a new box set coming out with about right? seventy songs on it.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, my first album pick, um. I'm gonna go big or go home. They say, right? I'm gonna go with freewheeling, freewheeling Bob Dylan. Wow, Scott, iconic. Scott has got four of his biggest hits: uh, "Blown in the Wind," "Girl from the North Country," the original version, the the non Johnny Cash duet version, uh, "Masters of War," and "Hard Rain's Gonna Fall." And I, it was. I remember getting that record when I was probably like 18, and I still have it on vinyl. And, um, it was one, I have, I don't know, a handful of Bob Dylan, six or seven, and I listened to them first. And then I went to listen to more online and he's almost Prince like, and that there's not a ton of his stuff on YouTube or like, there's not a ton of his original versions. Well, like you can find live stuff, but, um,
2: at least he's on Apple music, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's my
2: first one. Free Will and Bob Dylan. Wow. All right.
0: All right, going big out of the gate. Jonathan, go for it.
2: All right, I am going uh, with the 1969 output Nashville Skyline with the better version of Girl from the North Country with Johnny Cash. And uh, I agree. The album's a lot of fun. Uh, yes. I, I think um, I really like the production of it. Dylan sings like nothing, nothing you ever hear on any other record. Yep. Uh, yeah. the the record uh, right after that, New Morning, he was still doing it. It was called oh, his,
1: it was yeah. called his country crooner phase. Right, they, they, right. Yeah.
0: It, yeah. It threw people off, like you know Nashville what? skyline. Like at the time, like people were like, huh?
1: I <laughs> heard. I remember the first time I heard Lay Lady Lay, and somebody told me it was Bob Dylan. I was like, really?
0: Yeah. First
2: first time I heard, first time I heard Lay Lady Lay was on a a bootleg, like a Pearl Jam bootleg, and uh, I think uh, the dude from Ministry was singing it. Um, crazy
0: oh uh al jorgerson yeah 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 yeah, uh, yeah so, I, i've heard that too i know yeah. what you're talking about
2: yeah i think it's bridge benefit like 96 crazy. yeah uh but uh yeah nashville skyline my first pick cool all
0: right my first pick guys i'm actually going into the 70s here i like 70s dylan um most of it so i'm gonna go with desire as uh as as my choice yeah oh yeah um that's you know, if you would have asked me, like, maybe when I was in college or something, I probably would have said, um, you know, I probably would have said Free Will and Bob Dylan or Bring It All Back Home, one of those early works, but um, this was kind of mid-career for him, and um, I really like the storytelling on it, um, and uh, all of the characters, you know, like, I mean, obviously you got
1: you it's know, uh, one of the Joby only
0: Joey and, and yeah. Hurricane, yeah. Go yeah. ahead, Levi.
1: It's one of the only two records where he had a co-songwriter.
0: Yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah, and
1: and the story goes that violinist, that the lady that they got on that record, Dylan saw her on the street carrying a violin case and was like, "Hey, do you want to play on my record?"
0: <laughs> oh, no kidding! Right
1: Plays right time.
0: That that violin on uh, one it more shapes
1: time. the sound oh, of that yes. record,
2: man. Oh, it does. God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So good point. I, I, I wasn't even going to mention that, that how how great the the violin is. Um, but yeah, that's that's I mean, that's my favorite Dylan record. It's become that um, in, uh, in recent years. So uh, and then, you know, he I think the Rolling Thunder review tour happened right after that, I think. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I like that. that. I like that's
2: a good official bootleg.
0: Yeah, I like that period. Yeah. You know, I just I, I to me, this was just kind of a, re, a I feel like he kind of got his groove back, you know, with Desire. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm taking it. There we go. go. All right, right. Levi, round two.
1: This is a tough one. Um, I think I'm going to go basement tapes.
0: All right, nice. Nice.
2: Sticking
1: in the seventies.
2: Uh, Talk about changing the sound of your voice. It's like, well, you can't believe it's not like Rick Danko singing. It is Rick Danko singing a lot of times. Uh, but.
1: Yeah. Their, their harmonies work really well yeah. together. And like, if you think about it, it's two guys with really unique voices and yeah. they make that work. And, um, it, you know, my, some of my favorite songs on there, uh, of course, wheels on fire is a great song. Mm-hmm. Um, but, my favorite song off that record, some people may never even have heard it. Uh, it's called Yay Heavy in a Bottle of Bread. For yeah. some reason, I just love the tone that song sets and just the, the, the looseness of it. It almost has, we talked a couple episodes ago about looseness in music and J.J. Kale. And that song has a little bit of like a laid back, just groove to it.
2: And uh, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, so Basement Tapes, my second pick nice
2: now that that's a that's a strategic pick because it's almost like you all you also have a band album in addition yeah, to Dylan right. so you have right. both right so that will help on the desert island battle the monotony <laughs> right
0: yeah uh, plus you know it's just it's weird because that was a uh, you know it it was it was a not really a re-release but you know it was recorded in 67 right and right. then it was released right. in 75 right so yeah, yeah. All right, all right.
2: Okay. Um, let's see. For my second pick, it's it's a battle, man, uh, between um, "Bringing It All Back Home" and "Highway 61 Revisited." Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, though, uh, "Bringing It All Back Home" has "Love minus Zero, No Limit," which is one of my favorite Dylan songs. So I'm going with "Bringing It All Back Home." Nice. good choice. Sub- Subterranean Homesick Blues, uh, oh, Maggie, Maggie's Farm, Maggie's
1: Farm, rocks. It's all over now, baby blue oh yeah
2: and I I, I can even do without Mr. Tambourine Man I don't really need it but um, It's all right, Mom Only Bleeding yeah it's all over now oh
0: man yeah I mean that's just uh, I mean how many iconic songs are on that record and how many people cup those songs yeah it's insane
1: he's untouchable in the 60s that's the third time I've said it it's a good
2: dichotomy too with the first side being more of the band and then the second side being him solo
0: yeah right right um Gosh, you know, God, I guess one of us has to pick it. Um, you know, I, <laughs> I know uh, what you're talking about. Yeah, man, because I, you know, bringing it all back home would have been one of mine. Um I yeah, had that right. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to go with Highway 61. Nice. Ooh. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, you know, that one. um What's that like? Sixty six? Is that what it is? No, sixty five. Okay, a lot it's of stuff like, changed in nineteen sixty. Yeah,
1: it's his it first considered rock.
0: Record. Yeah, I mean, you got you know, you got Desolation Row on it. You know, to end it at eleven minutes yeah, takes a lot dangerous. to laugh, trying to cry. I mean, I mean and, and you know, I could I could do without hearing it ever again. But like you know, like a Rolling Stone is, um, it's still an amazing song. Yeah. Yeah. I think
1: it was um, like Rolling Stones, like top five hundred songs, it was the top song of all time or
0: something. Yeah, yeah. I mean I like you revolutionized know, I have, I, radio yeah.
2: and you
1: know. It's it did. Yeah,
0: it did um,
1: it, it got people to play songs
2: longer than three and yeah, two and a half, three sure. minutes. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. You know, Ballad of a Thin Man, Queen Jane. Um it's
2: yeah, it's loaded.
0: Yeah. So Tom Thumbs, um it's yeah your,
2: it's your Mike Trout of it was my next pick. Yes. And I was like, I can't believe it's still going to be on the board.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's surprisingly. Like, so, I was yeah. like, do I pick it? Like, is it too obvious? You know. It was. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, hey
1: man, we're, this is a desert island. If I'm going, yeah. I want heavy hitters.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: well, so my next pick then becomes after we, after
2: I take a look at the board.
1: Um, I gotta go with it then. Blood on the tracks.
2: Nice. Yeah. Good yeah. choice
1: um you know of course tinkled up in blue is epic and uh everybody's heard that song i would say simple twist of fate is probably one of my favorite oh, songs of Bobby. song, it fucking slays me so yeah the uh the the dead or jerry in fact would do a version of that as well that was pretty yeah. good um it, yeah it's yeah. called the greatest breakup album of all time
0: yeah, yeah.
1: like yeah. i like i don't always necessarily think of of like that
2: when i listen to it but idiot I, win I, man that's harsh that's harsh stuff oh, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> ouch you know I had, I had mentioned a minute ago desire being kind of a comeback record and, and not really actually i mean it was more so probably blood on the tracks um as kind of the comeback record because that was right before desire true yeah um so yeah i i i misspoke there for a second i i i i I forgot that blood on the tracks was
2: desire meant he was here to stay
0: yes right back
2: to stay right
0: (laughs) um all right all
2: right so so my 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 third and and final pick uh, for the desert island i'm gonna shake it up a little bit and so i don't go too too stir crazy with the uh, 60s dylan i'm going for 1983's infidels nice um uh mark knopfler is involved uh with that uh starts off with joker man which is f- a phenomenal awesome. tune uh might might make it into our set list here later uh mick taylor's on that album and oh, yeah, yeah and Knopfler's fingerprints are all over that record it, it, you know dylan was interesting in that he would kind of he would absorb with the musicians he was around and let them almost dictate his sound you wouldn't think that he would be a guy that would do that but I mean it sounds just as much like a dire Straits record as it is a Dylan record, and I think it works. I'm a big dire straits fan, so that helps. I could see a lot of Dylan purists who pr- might hate the sound but but mm-hmm. I, I think it's a pretty good sound, especially considering it came from the eighties mm-hmm. uh um, yeah, yeah, but probably his uh, best. Li- license to kill i and i yeah yeah i I think uh uh infidels uh is definitely one of his best post nineteen eighty records,
0: yeah. Um. Yeah, you're you're right. And that was that was the first album after The Religious Records. So it feels right. even a little bit more like a breath of fresh air, you know. Yeah. Um good choice. Um gosh, you know for my last one, and I know everybody's going to wonder like why we never we didn't pick it, but I'm not going to pick it actually. Um I'm going to go cuz like I said, I am partial to 70s Dylan, and maybe it's just as I get older, because I maybe I exhausted the 60s stuff, you know, during my youth. Um, I'm gonna go with Street Legal. It's solid. I yeah, I really like that record a lot. Um, it doesn't really have any, and I, I debated, you know, because I thought about Planet Waves as well, um, which which I like, too, and you've got the band on that. Um, I, uh, I also, it was fun researching this episode and reading about Planet Waves and the subsequent tour like I guess it was just a miserable experience that tour that he had with the band in 74 not that they Mm -hmm. weren't getting along but it's just like just everybody was just just uh, you know what I mean like they just didn't want it they needed the money you know huge tour and he he had been off the road at least regularly for several years Um, and they had to
2: sing forever young every night which would have wore me out
0: yeah. Sorry, right. not not
2: a big fan of Forever, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um so yeah, Street Legal um is I think one of the more underrated offerings in the Dylan canon from seventy eight. So this is right after Desire. This is a couple of years after Desire and uh the Rolling Thunder review tour. Um and uh I you know, I, I like it. Um it, senior, uh Senior, man. Yeah, yeah. You got senior on it um you've got um uh the uh uh we better talk this over which i like um so it doesn't really aside from senior it doesn't really have any famous dylan tunes on it so to speak uh maybe changing the guards i guess it's a little bit popular i don't know um but it's it's a really solid start to finish and it's one of those records that i always listen to start to finish you know because maybe because it doesn't have any of Aside from Senior, it doesn't really have any singles on it, big singles. Mm-hmm. So uh, to me, it's always like, oh, just put it on, and and let it play, you know. Um, so so yeah, I I uh, I think it's an underrated. I think it's the most underrated album in his catalog. So
2: yeah, it's, so, it's a solid album.
0: Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Street Legal. So wow, nice. We, we we got through that. None of us picked Blonde on Blonde. I know. It's, blonde right. on
2: Blonde for me is it's it's, it's a little too long. Just a little bit too yeah long.
0: yeah, right, right,
2: like, it, it, weed out a few few tunes and
0: yeah, it, it's not standard laying I, um, I might
1: pick a song or two off of it for for our set list, but I, oh, yeah. I didn't I didn't think it was worthy enough to take the whole
2: record, oh, yeah, I've got oh. like four songs that could be used in the set list, but
0: uh, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. so All set list right. time. Let's nice. do it. Okay. That's All right. right. So you Old heard Chella. our desert island picks. We're going with Old o- Cella. Twenty songs that he's gonna play. Now remember, right? This is Bob Dylan performing these songs in 2016, not 1966. <laughs> uh, some <laughs> of the ones that we some <laughs> of the ones that we select were were I'm sure were recorded after 1966. Anyway,
2: got to keep good that in point, mind. because there were when I was listening to a lot of songs that I would thought I would want to hear him play, I would listen to them and I'd be like, no. An old Dylan singing this just doesn't seem right. You know, yeah. I love the original recording, but I don't want to hear an old Dylan singing singing this. His yeah. interpretation, his reinterpretation.
0: So, right. So this is this is tricky because, like, you know, we don't necessarily know what he would do with these songs live. You know, I mean he he would um they would sound different. You know, but so we're gonna do the best we can here. Yeah, it, right.
2: I think for the most part we're gonna assume that that they would be straightforward interpretations or if you want want to stipulate a certain tour's reinterpretation go for it (laughs) oh also if you if you want to have one a guest from one of the other bands that will that is supposed to be at old cella bring them on stage
0: okay all right levi why don't you kick it off man let's do do the opening number
2: okay okay. uh what what do
1: we what do we kick off the old cella set with um I guess just because it's, like, the biggest elephant in the room, and if he plays it first, maybe some of the the, the trendy people would leave immediately after they heard ah. it. We'll do all along the watchtower. We'll open with that.
0: All right. Wow. Just right out of the gate. Okay.
1: That way, you know, the, the, the people who are there to just, like, chill in the cabanas can then just go back to their cabana after that point because they're, like... We saw Bob Dylan.
2: My cat is my cat's <laughs> questioning the Watchtower uh, selection, <laughs> but I'm, I'm gonna roll with it. I, 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 I like the energy you're coming out with. That Gabe, do you want me to go next?
0: Yeah, go for okay.
2: it. Okay, um, we'll do that in the leopard skin pillbox hat. So blonde okay. on blonde gets gets some get some recognition. Okay. All right. Two. Okay. Gabe.
0: Leopard skin. All right. You know what? I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna dial it. Back a little bit, the energy at least. Um, I'm gonna go with Slow Train um, for uh, for the third number. Okay. All right.
2: Yeah. Wow.
0: Kind of a la if I could. I don't know. Like I, I like the version that on Dylan and the Dead. I know most people hate that record, um, but I, I I like it. So uh, nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Slow Train. All right.
1: I think my next song. It's going to be "Simple Twist of Fate."
0: Beautiful tune.
2: Nice. I, I, I'm glad you chose it. I was going to use it to start the encore, but that this is how this works. So, um, <laughs> sorry, I robbed you. You robbed me, but no, I'm, I'm glad that he's playing it. I'm stoked.
0: All right. So,
2: "Simple Twist of Fate" means we still kind of have it brought down a little bit. I don't know if I'd go three three uh, slow songs in a row, but. Um, Gabe, what oh, what was slow train off of? Slow train.
1: Slow train, coming.
2: Oh, okay, 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 yeah. okay. Right on. Um, so let's see, simple twist of fate. That means we uh, two seventy songs. Um, I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and keep the keep the tempo down and and stay in the seventies with seventies with uh, romance and Durango. Okay.
0: Good. All right. Nice I feel like so far, yeah, guys. Okay. Now,
2: now everybody's starting to fall asleep. I
1: was gonna say I feel like we gotta kick it up.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess we do. We do need to boogie because I was like I, I had another slower one on deck. But it's like, eh shit. You're nah, right. we'll, we'll,
1: we'll Keep another it roll. in the chamber. Keep it in the chamber.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, okay, okay. I gotta think I gotta think quickly here now. All right, all right, Jesus. Okay. Um gosh, I'll go with I'll go with Tough Mama next. Wow. Off Planet Waves.
2: All right, so we're still in the 70s.
0: Yep.
1: Uh, okay, I feel like I need to take it back a little to the 60s then. Um, I feel like we're going to end up with not one 80s, 90s, or 2000s still in song.
2: Some... I'll, I'll give you one or two.
1: Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Maggie's Farm.
2: Wow, all right, definitely kicking it up a notch.
1: Good work. All right,
2: and uh, we're gonna stick in the uh, stick in the sixties with "Love minus zero, no limit." Okay, and keeping the tempo up.
0: All right. Uh, okay. So, all right, damn no. you guys are.
2: I wonder how McCartney would sound on Maggie's Farm, sitting in maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. well,
1: we could add that. We could add a little m- Amaka, Amaka's Farm. <laughs> We could maybe they do Maggie's farm into Junior's farm.
0: Ooh, that would work. <laughs> I'd be all about that. Um. Okay. Hold on. Gosh, not really much to choose from off like. Uh, I don't know. What,
1: now would be a time you could you could dip it up, back now. down, slow it down a little. Yeah. A bit.
0: Um, okay, there is a song that I like a lot from, it's early, it's from, um, it is, I think it's on Freewheel, and let me double check. No, sorry, just a second. It's called, um, um, uh, It's okay, I'm sorry, I found it. It's on another side of Bob Dylan. I don't believe you. She acts like we have never met. I like that song a lot.
2: Wow. All right. Yeah, well, then let's
0: on.
1: keep let's keep the like deep cuts going. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with a song that was actually recorded for his first record, and they okay. decided to choose a I forget which song, but they chose another song and decided not to put this one on. And if, I, I think if you listen to it, it could have been like this, one of the strongest songs off that record if they would have put it on there. And um, it's off of the Bootleg Volume 1 through 3 series. Yeah. It is called House Carpenter. It's What's it called? House Carpenter. Okay. It's, a, it's an old folk tune, and his version of it is awesome. If you've never heard nice. it, I definitely recommend YouTube in it.
2: What song number cool. was that, Gabe?
0: Uh, hold on. We are at... We got ten. So we're right. halfway through.
2: So, yeah, second second half. Of Should the this be like here. the second
0: set then? You know, because he, he he does play two sets. It okay. Looks
2: like, All right. Maybe. All right.
0: So All let's right. just start with this as the yeah, set okay. two.
2: All right. So I got I got. How's to start Carpenter this... to end the second set? Nice. Um, I I think uh, I think we're gonna go with uh, stuck inside a mobile with the Memphis Blues again. All
0: right. We that that would get
2: the crowd, get it rocking. Yeah. 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 Hold on here. Off of blonde on blonde.
0: All right, good, good, good. Um, uh, let's see hmm. Um, I'm going to go with, um, Gosh. Okay. This song takes on a different connotation now because of some current events, but um, doesn't, even though it's, I love the song Isis, all right, on Desire. So I'm going to go with Isis. I know, like, now it's like you mentioned that and everybody's, like, thinks of, you know, awful things happening, but it, it meant something else a long time ago. It's a beautiful name, too, unfortunately. It's, like yeah, I said, right. it's a, it's, it's, you, you can't really put a spin on it, no. but, yeah, I'm going to go with Isis. All right
2: bringing it down, bringing the tempo down a little bit a little
0: bit, yeah
1: okay I'm trying to choose between one of his country crooners I mean the two the two obvious choices are Lay, Lady Lay or Man and Me um, I think I'll do Man and Me
0: Man and Me, okay good Nice work. La 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 la. <laughs> All right. All right, Lebowski. Um, okay. Uh, All go right. for um,
2: uh, Joker Man. I got to get it in there. Good choice.
0: Have you heard Built to Spill's cover of that? I haven't. On that, that, there's this compile. I'll post a link to it. Um, there was a Dylan in the 80s covers album that came out a couple of years ago. Like, My Morning Jacket's on it, or Jim James' is on it, Built to Spill's on it, and they do Joker Man, and it's a cool. knob
2: version of Joker Man. look forward Man. to hearing it.
0: Yeah, cool. check it out. Awesome album cover, too. Uh, you guys, if you just Google the images, you'll see. Yeah, it's called Dylan in the 80s. Cool. Um, all right. Huh. Okay.
2: Joker Man? Hmm. Kind of, okay. kind of a mid-up tempo.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what I could do. Um hold on here.
2: And we just jumped into the eighties, but
0: we did. Um gosh. Yeah oh man. Hold on. Sorry. Um give me uh I'll do John Wesley Hardy. I know. Right. I know. We're, we're, we're career, he's, we're going to, we're spanning the whole career here.
1: Okay. I think I'm going to go with the Visions of
2: Johanna. Nice. Okay. Nice.
0: visions of johanna okay good so we're at hold on 11 12 13
2: 16 16 so uh, yeah. all right so this consider this the set closer what, what do you do three three song encore or
0: he's been doing he, he did two the other night and two in, okay so okay. this and then yours will be the set closer gabe okay all
2: right um i'll i'll go with uh uh oh man do we do we save it um. Uh. Tangled up in blue. Okay. Nice.
0: nice. You know, um, I when I was researching this episode, um, I wanted to see what he sounded like last year or this year. Um, I found a tangled up in blue from Paris. Um, or maybe it wasn't Paris. It was somewhere in France from like I don't know like October or November of last year. And uh it, it sounded really nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it it sounded um it was slowed down a little, but it it you know and sometimes when I hear his voice now I'm like, ugh but uh th- it sounded really good. Just just Google like Tangled Up in Blue or YouTube Tangled Up in Blue two thousand fifteen. It's uh it's close. You know, it's somebody was must have been recording from, you know, one of the one of the first few rows. But yeah, it's really, it's really tender. It's good. All right, so tangled up in blue. Um, gosh, now I gotta close the second set. Jesus. Yeah. All right. All right. Um,
2: Better be rocking.
0: No kidding, man. Oh, um, I'll go with Highway sixty one. Nice. Nice. Yeah.
2: All right, Levi, you're starting the encore here. All right, encore. Starting
0: the encore,
1: my last pick, I've got it down to two songs. Um, Got it down to Boots of Spanish Leather and My Back Pages. I think I'm going to go My Back Pages.
2: Nice. 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 That's that's, that's th- I think that's a good. I think
1: it's a thematically.
0: Good yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That, that's real appropriate. Uh, I'm glad you included that because I wanted to hear it, but I was gonna pick it for my next song, which we're bringing out Keith, and we're doing "Girl from the North Country" with Keith with nice. Keith Richards. Nice. That's nice. Good play, playing the Johnny Cash part, I guess. So that's the last song, then, right? No, no, yep. no. Oh, 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 oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because it is. That's okay. Gabe? That's okay. Hey, is there a second encore?
0: No, I don't think so. No, that's okay. All
2: right. End it with Keith.
0: Yeah, that I think that's fine. Yeah,
1: you know I maybe like like, even Jagger uh, duetting on vocals, maybe even a little. No, yeah,
0: just Keith. Just Keith. Keith. No, I I want Keith's vocals. Keith with the Telecaster coming out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, or acoustic, maybe. I don't know. Um, Gosh, you know I look at the tunes, and you know, like the tune that I didn't include—that's one of my favorite Dylan songs—is "One More Cup of Coffee." Yeah. But I just didn't know um I just wasn't sure how how it would sound live now. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I don't they're, think, they're I don't I, to my I don't know if he plays it, so I don't think he does. Yeah.
1: Maybe, I, I I picked Free Will and Bob Dylan as my first Desert Island record and I didn't pick one song off of it
0: <laughs> just yeah. because
1: I don't think they would sound the
0: best. Right. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's a different beast. We didn't get Tombstone Blues in there. That's yeah. Yeah, that's all right.
0: Yeah.
2: Maybe next time. All right. There you go, Dylan. Old All right. Like it's done. Print it. Send it next off to them. him. Tell him about it.
1: Scouting report complete.
0: Bob Dylan. Beautiful. Well, Bob, if you're listening, you know, we consider this. All right. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, you can learn everything you need to know about rock and roll Shinsu Chu at Rock Chu. You can find previous episodes, show your cards episodes where we discuss some memorable baseball cards. Uh, And also you can find links, videos, um, you know, links to purchase albums we've discussed. So check out rockchew.com for all of your rock and roll Shinsu Chu needs. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at rockin.com. That's in, as in North Country. uh, Chew. So rock in Chew. And uh, like us on Facebook as well. Tell all your friends. And uh, until next time, have a great night. Peace,
2: man.